Hello to our sacred listeners. On the behalf of Joy and myself here at Sacred Living, we wanted to let you all know that we are here to hold space and support you in any way that we can. During this difficult time, we wanted to remind you now more than ever to keep your sacred practices close. This may be a wonderful time to start sharing them. Share them with those that you love and those who may need some peace and calm in their life. As always, thank you so much for listening. Hi, this is Joy Kaya. And this is Sheree Grace. And we are here to welcome you to the Sacred Living with Joy and Grace podcast. Hey everybody, it's Joy and Cherie, and welcome to another episode of the Sacred Living Podcast. Welcome, welcome. We are going to be talking about authenticity today, and I feel like this word has been a buzz for the past, I don't know, five or seven years, Yeah, but it's an important one. I think a lot of it roots from the vulnerability conversation, then we want to be authentic, you know? So I think it's, I think it's an important dialogue for you and I to have, Cherie. Yep. I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first thing we could maybe touch on is just like being the author of our lives. Like, what does that mean? Um, what does it mean for us? And uh, I, you know, I when we before we started, we the word authorship came into my thoughts, and I've been thinking about it a lot. It's a concept that <clears throat> I dove into years ago, and. Um, just really getting to a place where I understand that I am the author of my life and I am, I'm telling this story and I have a lot of choices in this position. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I'm sure some of you guys can identify, but, um, I just told I had a really, really cool, um, yoga session here yesterday with a client and a couple of my yogi girlfriends. And we had some really cool conversations and, um, one of them was about was about this whole authorship and that we have these choices and sometimes we forget that we do have the choice and we kind of put our stories in someone else's hands and so um that's something to be mindful of i think mm-hmm. and just you know understanding that we are the creators mm-hmm. and that like, yes, yeah, stuff has shown up and that, you know, that it must be handled, but, um, we are the creators and it's our choice if we're going to hold on to it and what we're going to do with that information, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, like it does, this does go into authenticity because like we get to be real about that and, and not stuff that down because when we do that, you know, then, then we're in the realm of like, you know, the whole dis-ease and just, you know, depression and you know searching outside ourselves for things so um yeah I think it's a really it's a big topic um and like I as you could tell I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole because I did have this conversation a little bit yesterday um so what do you think you know it it is about like you know being your own author like what does Mm -hmm. that mean for you and you know well as you know, I often talk about authenticity in my talks, and I've talked about author being rooted in the word, mm-hmm. like phonetically, like yeah. it's rooted yeah. in the word um, authenticity, author is. So we are writing our chapters, 
right now. We did it yesterday. We're doing it today. And we're going to continue to write the chapters of our life. And so authenticity for me is about taking ownership of your authorship. Right. And that is going to, it's, it's not hard. It's not a hard concept, but it will wake you up and make you stop and think like, what am I creating? Right. And how is my life playing out? So we all want to be authentic and we all want authenticity to look a certain way. But the reality is authenticity is a unique individual um, representation and it'll look different on everyone. Yep. You know, like we can, we can love what it looks like on someone else, but it doesn't mean that's how it's going to look on us. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean we should try to put it on. Okay. And a lot of soul work has to happen to be authentic. Mm -hmm. A lot of soul work and a lot of lessons mm-hmm. and a lot of personal exploration and curiosity. You yep. gotta do that self inquiry. Yep. And you need to really ask yourself, like, is this who I really am? Is this how I really want to show up? And I, I think that life is about like kind of test driving. You know, I think back to being a teenager, and I think everyone can relate with this. I think back to being a teenager, and you know, there was like the cliques in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. So there were like the stoners. We had the cowboys because <laughs> I lived in the valley for high school. So we had we had the the cowboys. We had the um, the stoners. We had the jocks. We had the the artists like the theater kids. Yeah, we had the band kids. Trying to think, you know. We have like progressive mod, which is where I yes. was at. Yeah, you know where all the oh. dark stuff. Oh and, my gosh, yeah. those kids like Depeche Mode. Yeah, and that was like, me. <laughs> yeah. So right, so there's all of that. Yeah. Okay, and and so you know, like many, well, like many people, I didn't identify with any of those groups. And, but I would be friends with everyone in them. So I was friends, like I had friends in every group. Yep. And that was great and fine, but I was never really any of it. But I remember like entertaining the thoughts of like, do I want to wear all black, you know, or do I want to be a stoner or, I mean, even my, I had a boyfriend who was a stoner. It was pretty funny. He had a mullet by the way. My junior prom, I have a picture with this guy. His name was Danny. He was super sweet. And he had a mullet. It was amazing. He had like hair. I had hair. We had hair. We had hair. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Sidetracking. But, you know, we want to look at, you know, that time in our life where we're trying to explore and be inquisitive. Like, who do I want to be? Right. How do I want to show up? And then even after that, you know, even in my spiritual seeking, like I was asking myself, am I a witch? Am I a shaman? Am I a Christian? Am I a Buddhist? Am I a Hindu? Like what right. am, am I, you know, what am I? And ultimately I came out to the fact that I'm none of it and I'm all of it. And yes, it's okay. yes, but, yes. But, but that was a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, now we can look at where society is. Like there's more choices than ever. And you know, I think that we need to stop always seeking outside of ourselves and ask ourselves, like, what do I really, like, what really truly resonates with me? But it doesn't mean you can't go on Pinterest and be inspired by right. something. Right, right. I'm not saying that. It's just make sure that you don't just jump on a bandwagon and go with it. Right. You know, like, I feel like there's been a lot of, you know, people 
kind of hopping on the goddess train. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've been doing goddess work since the nineties, but you know, in different forms as the years have come by. And I know that there's some individuals that are goddesses and I say goddess work, like we're talking pagan, Mm -hmm. you know, which is like that kind of, you know, nature path conversation. Right. Um, and it's, they're, not everyone identifies that way. That's why I like using the word goddess. Right. Because it's a little easier. Um, Mother Earth, Gaia, all the things. Right, right. So with that, though, there is some belief out there that the that, that like Instagram, for example, when someone, you know, puts in witchy ways, hashtag witchy ways, or hashtag, you know, goddess, whatever, like they're copying something that they think is just cool right. and trendy. Right. So they have the crystal, they have the whatever. Right. But here's the thing. To me, I see a spirit that's like, I'm going to try this on. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So maybe it looks like copycat, but maybe there's some learning. Right. So I I guess it's like, there's like this like balance of it. You've got to, you've got to experiment on some level. Mm Kind of like when you were in high school trying to figure out what, what, like who you were going to be when you grew up. Right. Right. You know? Right. Um, and then there's a part of it that's like really checking in and asking yourself, like, I need to be authentic. It, and I think you have a lot to say about this because I, you were touching on this before, um, in a previous conversation that we had had. Where you're like, I, I love to read, I love to do research and experiment, and then I and then I integrate it and process it, and maybe you keep five to ten percent. Right. Like there's like only a little bit that you that really right. resonates and stays with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that to me is authentic. Yeah, that is authentic. I mean, at that point, it's authentically yours, and it's like, yeah, we're not saying that you the you know you're not authentic if like your life's study is like a particular person or a particular um, modality or psychology or whatever it is. You know, um, what we're saying is like, if that's really, you know, you've got to stop and ask yourself, like, is this really, really what's feeding my soul? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then you're being authentic. And that doesn't matter if you are out teaching a workshop based off of this particular book that some other person wrote. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you're not authentic. It means that like you really truly bought in and believe Mm -hmm. in this stuff that you're teaching. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like, I'm really big on like, um, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to create everything. There's a lot of brilliant people out there that have created a lot of brilliant things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, I like to just kind of pick and shoot, you know, like pick a little from here, pick a little from there. And then, then you have a practice in place, a daily practice that has you really unplug from the world, from the books, from technology, and you go inside and that is where you find your truth. And you know what? Sometimes when you go inside, some of those things you bring along with you, that Mm -hmm. is being authentic. And Mm -hmm. you know, like I really, I really truly believe that it's very different than somebody just sitting there all day and um, collecting a bunch of things and saying, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it also goes back to like just how you've been showing up in the world. You know, like you can't, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of a process. Sure. You know, it's kind of a process. So, it is. Yeah. It is. And so then you have, you know, the, well, I think that, okay, so we talked about kind of sampling and like, yeah. you know, how am I authentic? How am I showing up? I think that's like really 
a good piece of this mm-hmm. because we want you to evolve. I, I want to evolve as Cherie wants to evolve. So we have to explore. And if we stop learning, we stop growing. So that's just all going to happen. So trying things on, opening up your mind to new thoughts and you know, all of that is really, I think, important and essential. Then you have the person that you've been through the journey. Yeah. And so we talk about the authenticity being so important to be your true self. Part of your true self is your wounds. And part of your true self is going to change and be something different tomorrow. <laughs> true that. True that. But yeah, yeah, part of it is your wounds. Yeah, you take them with you everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and then there's the stories that we've been telling ourselves. True. So now this is where I get really excited is when you start to investigate your stories. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because if you're really going to be authentic and you want to be the author and you want to write the future chapters, right? Like do you really want to bring the beginning of the book with you to like the, right. the, the peak of the story, like that moment where everything is amazing and brilliant. Right. Is all, does all of it really need to come with you? You know, it's what it, it's the wisdom and the knowledge that got you to that point. Mm-hmm. But do you really want to bring all the old stories? Let me give you an example. Um, when I was young, people made fun of me for my freckles. Mm. You know, I was picked off for my freckles. Like, this is so benign now. Like, I really do not care. I have freckles. I love my freckles. I embrace my freckles. It's fine. Right. However, because I had freckles, I was picked on. Do I want, but I don't carry that wound with me. I right. honestly, the fact that it just came out of my mouth was a shocker because I haven't thought about the fact that I even have freckles. Right. In like 10 years. Like, right. I really don't care. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless I'm sick and they fade away. I'm like, wow, look at that. My, my freckles fade when my skin goes pale. <laughs> Anyways, um, it, it's not. That's not part of me. Right. Like, yeah, that happened. And yeah, I have freckles, but it's not authentically who I am. Right. And it's not a story I'm bringing with me. Right. So we have to be really careful the stories we tell. Well, and I want to give another example because, um, uh, you know, this, this really fits into my whole story <laughs> about my book. Mm-hmm. Right. So I started writing a book. I know this is crazy, but I started writing a book. I will say 2006, 2007. Now, when I started, I was in a very different place and my message was very different. And I got to tell you that from that, I would say my journey really started for me in 2004. And from 2004 until now, like I, it is just, I've been I've been growing learning processing you know turning that knowledge into wisdom the whole deal right and so I'm just now this year feeling that I want to author my book mm-hmm. and part of the reason is is because of everything that Joy just said like I I didn't want that to be my story I knew authentically who I was, was there, Mm -hmm. and I had some stuff I needed to clean up. And so I knew, yes, I can can put that story out, and sure, I'm sure that people would be interested in it, and I'm sure that it can help people, and I'm sure, you know, all of that. But, like, for me, it's never felt right. It's Mm -hmm. never felt authentically who I am. It sounds like and it feels like all of those experiences I had as a kid – 
and growing up and, and, you know, all of that stuff, you know, my framework, you know, that I've worked really, really hard on, you know, changing and, and, um, transforming, but yeah, you know, so this is a, it's perfect that, you know, like I haven't wanted that. I haven't wanted to be that kind of an author. I don't want that story. And wouldn't you say that you feel safe to be authentically you now? Yeah, totally. Because I see the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't see it before. Like, I still was really sitting in victim mode. Right. And then you go from victim mode to survivor. But guess yeah. what, guys? There's another step. It's called thriving. And I am sure. just now, at 45, getting to that place. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that means what it looks like on the outside, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the stuff that's going on inside. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, this is a new spot for me. And, like, this is the place that I want to author from. Sure. You know, like this is the place I want to give birth from, not from the wounded, traumatized, blah, 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 blah. Like that's, you know, I love her. I've cared for her. I've nurtured her. I've reparented her. I've done all of that stuff with her, you know, but she wasn't the one that was going to write this book. No, no. you know, so yeah, there you go. And so I, I think, you know, one last thing I think we should touch on before wrapping up and that is you know, feeling safe to be authentically ourselves and your journey and that transformation, it like that, we cannot take that for granted. So if you're in a place in your life where you're, you're in chaos and you're having to move through some stuff, it might be a little tricky for you to listen to this and apply it right now, but still listen and let it be a seed Yeah. because when the timing is right, you can then say, okay, I've made it through that storm, which I recommend taking head on my friend do not run from it just walk through it you can do it yep you can do it you were made for it yep and when you get to the other side then start to author what's next and take the chaos take the turmoil take the lesson whatever that is take that as your super strength Mm -hmm. and let it propel you let it move you let it give you that inner fight yeah whatever it's going to take to move through and really start to then manifest what your life needs to be next. Yeah. And being authentic is always in alignment with you authoring your life, mm-hmm. taking control, taking the reins. And that means being accountable for everything you have created. Yes. But it doesn't mean you got to bring all of your baggage with you. It does not. Yep. Agreed. So, and that's what Sheree's talking about. She couldn't, she can't, she couldn't bring that baggage. I couldn't. And don't think. In 2004, it wasn't the right time. And don't think I don't have pages and pages of things I've been writing over the years. I have, and I look back at it, I'm just like, oh my God. You were practicing. Yeah, I was just practicing. My life's just a big, big practice. But yeah, Yeah. you know, I mean, so I'm not saying don't do the work because I think writing Mm -hmm. and getting, you know, this, this was part of the process for me. It was part of the process that I write these words down, go back years later and reread them. Mm -hmm. And just wow you know like that was part of this you know I don't know if anyone's ever really looked or thought about you know the whole process of writing but some people really struggle with it and I'm one of those people and um and but but the cool thing is is I'm totally understanding why now Mm -hmm. and because it's important to me you know Mm -hmm. what I'm authoring and giving birth to like that is important to me absolutely so yeah absolutely and as a writer I absolutely get that yeah I do yeah and there is um there's, there's a lot to be said for just holding space for, I can't do it now, but I will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to real quickly, like you could even just journal on a daily basis just to get 
the practice, right? We're not saying, like, she's talking about actually writing, and I get that. Yeah. But this is also a metaphoric yeah. authorship, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we are manifesting, we are creating. But we, do, I do love the concept of journaling because it does help you manifest yeah. on a metaphoric level of being an author, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like the like merging the two. You don't have to go write a book no. to be an author, right? You are the author. You You've are. You've been creating already. all yeah. along. Yep. So you are, this is what you've been doing always. Right. We're now just saying, bring in the authenticity, like really ask yourself, who do I want to become? And I will tell you, I have reinvented my life enough to know that tomorrow I could wake up and choose a hundred percent different yep, totally. and it's my choice. Yep. And this is what life is about. And that whole like law of attraction and you know, what all the old philosophers knew that yeah. we are now just figuring out in the last two decades, my friends, like that's the magic, right? You can actually have anything really. And, yeah. you know, being here in Northern California, Northern America, we actually have a lot of, um, what's the right word I'm looking for, but we have a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. here. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of privilege here. Yeah. So don't take that for granted either. Right. Be grateful for that. So yeah. Go out there and author your life. Create, create, create. Yes. All right. I want to, speaking of um, creating, we want you to come and join our Facebook group. Yeah. We want to see you there or follow us on Instagram. We're at Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. I just want to say that because I feel like we want more friends to come and play with us and have these conversations online too. For sure. We do. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. We here at Sacred Living want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us in these soulful conversations. Absolutely. And we'd love for you to join our community. You can find us on Facebook where we dive even deeper into these wonderful sacred conversations. Just search for Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are also on Instagram. And feel free to hit up our website and take a look at what we're up to and see where we are going to be live next at sacredliving.info. Remember to go out and curate that life that you love. And together we say, and so it is.